Welcome to Side B. Recall, analyze, and debrief. Our theme for this season is conversations that need to be had, recalling our past and analyzing our present to rectify our future. Side B contains the third and last section of our show, The Subway. On this side of the episode, we speculate on the subject matter that was randomly selected as our dose of the day. Then we review the topic that we speculated on by carrying it through our version of New York City's subway system. The New York Dose is a speculation-based topical podcast providing millennial conversations around hip-hop culture, current events, and the dose of the New York City lifestyle. This show is comprised of two sides, three sections, and smaller segments that populate each section. The main sections are Empire State of Mind, Times Square, and The Subway. While listening to us, use the hashtag TNYD or mention us at the New York Dose so we can converse with you. You can have your questions, comments, and concerns be a part of our episodes by leaving us Dose Mail. Just head to our Instagram on Tuesdays to see what the upcoming topic of the week is. Then call or text us at 520-815-6670 to leave a voicemail or a text message to have it air on the following episode. Now, now that's, that's the, the Dose. dose. Please leave your name and phone number after the beep. Hey, guys. I just want to say something out there. I'm a fan of the New York show. Yeah, y'all already know. What, what? Uh, uh. I'm about yeah. to kill it, though. Fuck up here. Let's go. What's good? What's good, everybody? 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 Hey. Hey, what's good, everybody? What up, everybody? It's your girl, Adelos, so just in case you didn't know, so... What's good, everybody? What's good? It's the conductor of the train, your boy, DJ SJ614, and, and we, we are, are the New York Dose. And today Aye. with us in the studio, we got... Hey, what's up, your boy? No, I'm gonna stop. It's your boy, Anthony Prince, also known as Spider. Hey. Thanks for having me, guys. Thank you hey, for coming. In Thank the building, coming. in the Dose house. So we're going to dive into the last section of our show. This is the subway. Ah. Now, the segments in this section correlate with a few of the train lines that we have in the New York City MTA subway system. <laughs> Finally addressing the Dose of the day. <laughs> First, we try to recall how things involving the topic were handled in the past. Okay. Next, we analyze how it's going down today. Then, we ride the rest of the subway way before debriefing at last and figuring out possible solutions on how to make things better either in our personal lives or within the world so the dose of the day is ambrosia salad Salad. now for those of you that are wondering (laughs) what ambrosia salad is um it's this is the, all DJ's uh, minds. This is the American. So, like, technically, <laughs> it's uh, the American variation of like a fruit salad. Um, it's basically the salad that has, you know, like um, uh, mandarin oranges or like fresh oranges and sweetened pineapples and like marshmallows and coconuts, and it's all like mashed together with like cherries and bananas and like strawberries and things like that, and it just looks very, very pasty and nasty Mm. now um with regards to it being very pasty and nasty this is the term that i um place upon disrespectful white people i call them ambrosia salads because you know it's pasty and nasty Mm -hmm. um so uh with that being said we are diving to um 
the qualms that we have with white people mm. um you know because i feel like a lot of people um, especially in our generation we you know there's this kind of like i don't even want to say like undertone of like angst and just like rivalry um but i feel like a lot of us um in our generation have taken on the um the traumas and and the the anger from our ancestors right. and um you know we feel away you know we feel away and i they just want to just don't sit all the way right, huh? it, right? It, it, where it's just like it kind of feels it sometimes but then yeah, you're always questioning it yeah yeah i feel like different people have many different reasons as to why um this thing is like on our backs on our shoulders and so i want to speak with you guys and see how we can get to the bottom of it uh within at least the three of us in this room um and you know see what's up see what's good so first we're going to recall right Mm -hmm. and i want to know how did uh you interact with white people in your past hmm I mean, I feel like growing up, I was pretty exposed to divert, like different types of colors and skin tones. Like at an early age, like I want to say maybe when I got when I got out the high school, I went to the Lower East Side for mm-hmm. school, like third and third through like uh, eighth grade. Okay. Um, cause I felt like down there, like I got a bit of every culture. Yeah, big like, old up melting in, pot. In the heights, there. like it was more Dominican, uh, family oriented. So I feel like that was my first time where I got exposed to like white, right? Like and having friends who were white. Um, what was the second part of the question? <laughs> there was no. Uh, just how and how did you interact with them? Like, how did I, I think I was were you? Just was my, it like myself. a bias? Were you angry? I, were you like friendly? Were did you even think about this younger, type of stuff? When I was younger, like yeah. third or fourth, it was definitely very just open. Open, like no judgment. Of right. course, like I didn't see yeah. anything. But then I think as I got a little bit older, I started noticing different things. Um, like what? Of how like they would just interact with you versus other people versus their white friends and versus their you know colored like cultural friends yeah um i think that was my biggest thing that i've seen like of how i'm i've seen them interact with their different group of friends and how they how it's so different from my group and that and did that cause a reaction out of you toward them no reaction like where I confronted it at well, any point? Not necessarily. And the, and the reaction doesn't have to be confrontational, but the reaction could be like in your mind or or in the makeup of how okay. you started thinking about them. So did you noticing them treating different groups of people um, differently cause a reaction in you as opposed to when you were in the third and fourth grade? Like what in you witnessing that triggered something in your triggered something in you to be like okay well now i'm gonna start acting this way well yeah i mean i feel like when they start and i think i I mentioned this in the later on in the thing but um when they started using like quote-unquote our slang to like talk to me when i'm like girl i know you do not oh yes dive into that dive into (laughs) that (laughs) i think that's the biggest when it comes to that and that concept i was saying like how they talk and how they treat other people that's the biggest from my experience um that's the biggest thing i experienced where their language will change with me um where they'll try to use our slang you Mm -hmm. know um 
as like they think that's the best way to communicate with me. I'm mean, like, they're assuming already. You I know, also that think I, that like right now it's like when people don't really know your culture and then what's projected into media is what is most accessible than than them being having a diverse um, space where they can possibly meet somebody like us. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, so they 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 talk they talk to us the way we think that we need to they need to talk to us exactly, and yes. then that's the issue. You know what I mean? And that's why we right now we're realizing that we need diverse spaces because if they had a person there that would check them or let them understand that that's not okay or that's not cool, mm-hmm. then you know we wouldn't have to worry about some of the issues with people just you know basic one on one just trying to communicate and talk to each other right agreed um spider what about you going diving back into your youth um how did how do you remember interacting with white people in your past um well growing up um the house out my mother owned a house in brooklyn and we were right next to these um this white family um, Caucasian family. I'm not sure exactly what it, I think they were like Irish, um, but it was a mutual thing. Like I understand that they were people. They just looked different from me. And then like you know, I grew up in a predominantly um, black or Caribbean neighborhood in Canarsie. They call it the Flossie. So shout out the Flossie. Hey. <laughs> you feel me? Um, but it was just Caribbean people. And then I had gotten to a fight in school, so which led me to go into my sister's house. Um, shout out to Keisha for um, you know giving me a space where it's like something different. So I got to yeah. learn what Arabian people were like. I got to learn yes. about um, the different types of white people too. You know, like you know, we, there's a lot of people are Eastern, Euro, um, Eastern European, European, yeah. But you know, it's other things that fall outside of that. Absolutely, um, that just shows that people just travel. Yeah, we just we're all people. We travel. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, it's it was cool. Growing up, and it's, it was in some places, it was symbiotic. But you also know that, like, you just have a different background from somebody. Like, I'm Jamaican. I wouldn't say I'm African American. You know, I'm, I'm a Jamaican American, right. and I might, you know, just experience the world a little bit different. So, on their side, it's like it's just a, it's really different because they used to treat us like shit. Like we were slaves. Like right. you know. So that's the history of that shit, but. And and how and so with that, did, so did you have all of that knowledge when you were like growing up, or when did when was the turning point for you that made it go from oh you know like these are just people and now these are like these people, or from these are these people and now these are just people? Um, I would say that happened for me. I think probably recently, because I've always been open to understanding why certain people are the way they are. Like, why right. is this person always mad? Or why is this person, like, talk to people like this? And, like, I met some people on my way that are not examples of that. So I know what, it, what a good way can look like, um, a better way to communicate can look like. So I had faith. But yeah. I know that it just really have to reach them on a worldly level. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, it ha- we have to all really work together and really put our minds together. And that's a big reason why I do what I do today. Equator Productions is my uh, production company, but it's advancing so much to so much more different assets, um, you know, that I can do socially with people to like, help us understand and communicate with each other. Yes. And this main thing that I'm doing right now is just through visual and um, I really see myself as a pioneer and an artist, and yes. I'm finding other way and mediums 
besides just this, I know I do video, I know I do visuals, but I want to take it to the next level. I want to know, you know what I mean? What, what that 3D image would look like yep. in real, in reality. Like I want to be able to paint the picture of the future for be us. Tangible. Yeah. Like through the screen. Yeah. Yeah. I love that. Like, you know what I mean? So shouts to the people. We are all people, man. Like, I, I know they it's been one way for a long time, but it's changing. Yes. It's changing little for the by better. Little, little, yeah. Like I, I was talking to one of my friends and I was like, yo, I feel like shit is like changing, like things coming more to light. But she was just like, I just still feel like we're still not even halfway there. And yeah. I can see that too. Like we're just like touching the surface a little bit. Yeah. Like things are, like that first barrier is being broken, like that first thin layer. Mm-hmm. And then I feel like once if we just keep pushing and pushing, like Absolutely, of course. I mean, we might not be alive when it fully changes, but (laughs) at least our, you know, our seeds that we leave behind, uh, if we do, we'll experience that. And maybe we get reincarnated and come back and get to that. That's right. Yeah, yeah. You know what I mean? I'll be that bridge out there like, oh, shit. (laughs) Shit changed. He's trying to be lazy. I'm trying to come back as a whole other human. (laughs) I'm trying to do it all again. Um, Me personally, when I was growing up, I was always one of those, like, by the time I got to high school, I was able to effectively communicate it in the language of I don't see color. Like I was like one of those um, mm-hmm. those kids growing up. And yeah, I definitely just saw, you know, like everybody's everybody. Like I didn't even see me as like, but what came with that is with not seeing white people as white, I also didn't see myself as black. You know what I mean? Mm. Like it was, it was a double-edged sword. Um, and it wasn't until senior year of high school moving into college that i really like dove into what it means to you know like be black and like who i really was like within my race and what the other races were and like things like that so it yeah it really wasn't until um college that that happened for me and i think that that was yeah i figure out like being what an afro latina means yeah so yeah i gotta really i gotta touch back on something with you guys afterwards after you finish explaining but yeah i agree uh college yeah definitely (laughs) college um because i think I don't think that there was confusion, but I know, like, at least for me, like, growing up also, I can think back in elementary school that I had very, 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 very light skin, like, Puerto Ricans in my classes that could have, like, I guess, like... I thought you were going to say that you were light skin. I'm like... Oh, girl. No, you wasn't light skin. I was like, no, no. <laughs> Yo, the face she was, was giving thinking, me... She's like, bitch, how this happened? Um, but no, I remember having super pale, like... Um, Hispanic people, like specifically Puerto Ricans um, in my classes. And so it was like, but back then, you know, th- those could have also been like white people, you know, like to me, right. like there was, mm-hmm. there was kind of like no difference, you know, like those were, I guess, like the white people for me because I was uh, going to school in Brownsville. Um, and then as I got older, all I did was start to be exposed to people of that same skin complexion but they just didn't speak spanish you know what i mean so there was never really like a qualm that i had growing up or even like an acknowledgement of them i guess um that that i had grown up other than the fact that i knew that i hated full house um wow yeah i really did not like that show i I liked it and i was trying to relate with it in some ways i understand but you just can't relate with it but family matters which came on right after full house i was totally fucking with i was 
still I was still with that too. Yeah, right after mean, double double, I'm like, yeah, it's a good Friday. You got it. Hey, yeah, good <laughs> Friday. But I did TGA. love Melissa Joan Hart as Sabrina. I did have a lot of fun with her. Yeah, she was, oh, yeah, she yeah. was quirky. I she was her yeah. and Harvey were like oh, couple yeah, goals. Harvey King well, <laughs> shout out to uh, all that for having a, such a diverse cast and really like yes. doing that for the culture. You know, I and, never watched all that. Oh my gosh. What? It was not a Yo, thing. No. what? You never saw Dear Ashley. That's me. I, I saw clips of it on YouTube. Vibes? Yeah, yeah, yeah. But I hate that. That makes me die laughing no, now. No, I did not like that's not my style of comedy. I I just think it's who, so corny. Whose child is this? <laughs> <laughs> uh, this is kind of baffling. Like, I'm Excuse sorry. Me. I know. You know, I'm going to send you some uh, episodes on YouTube. Please oh, do. And, um, we're going to get you hit, bro. You still got time. All right, give me lit, and then maybe it'll <laughs> happen. Um, but uh, but in that same regard, though, I think something that did break the mar- the barrier for multicultural casting was um, is it called Rod? No, I, I don't think it was Rogers and Hammerstein's, but it was um, the version of Cinderella that Brandy was in with Whitney. Yo, that cast was so mi- multicultural yeah. that it didn't make sense. Like, oh, like, the, like, Asian yeah, the son, the the, prin- the prince was Asian to a black and white king and queen. Yes. Like, yeah, they it, it, it just they just. Have you guys ever? Okay, were you a PBS? PBS? Not really. <laughs> I watch PBS child? sometimes. PBS. It depends. Uh, do you remember Zoom? Yeah, I do remember Come Zoom. 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 Yeah. Zoom. Zoom. And they had that. They had Come the, the, the Zoom. tubby wubby language or the huffy Zoom. puffy. Zoom. Zoom. Okay, the fuck I was actually looking at them on YouTube like two weeks ago. <laughs> Man, they were diverse, pretty Super. diverse too. Like I think one kid from each race. <laughs> They have. Yeah, that <laughs> But Yo. I feel like they also had an agenda. Exactly. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like, it was too. It, it didn't feel too it was it inauthentic. Was yeah. <laughs> but I was like, I was still like, okay. Yeah, they, were, yeah. they were setting the tone, though. It was representation. Whether it was, it was okay, cute. It was know, cute. Whatever yeah. the intentions yeah. were. But. Okay, um, still part of our recall segment. I want to know. So as opposed to how we dealt with them personally in our past, I want to know how do you remember the world interacting with white people as a collective back then? The world? Yeah, so just like society. Like how do you remember everybody else reacting um, about white people while we were growing up? Well, I would say that like for me it was always like white people are like good people. Like, you know, like people to look to in some cases and I almost got brainwashed that like if if I had like a white girlfriend like is that a good thing like oh, yeah. wow. you know what I mean yeah so and that's just because of how we trying to tell like oh you got a white girl bro like nah it's not about that you feel me like it's about I the fucked love. with her I f- yeah she's cool you know we we agree to an ex- ex- you know in, to in, some way to some extent yeah. and you know we put aside our differences and that's cool but just from from my perspective like during that time i had a white okay when i was in my last year of um high school high school yep i did get locked up for a crime that i didn't commit i remember this wow you know what i mean and like it really t- it really hurt me because like i'm this guy just like came to me and was like you know he was trying to tell me something my homeboy and then all of a sudden the cops just ru- run, rushed in and was like yo don't fucking move or else we're going to blow your heads off Wow. And I was like, what? I'm in, a, I'm in an alleyway, like, what's going on? And my homeboy is like, he's stuck. I'm like, yo, drop the Sprite bottle, bro, for they shoot us. Yeah. And then he put his hands up, and then they came, in, they came and put us on the ground, and then, like, they just moved my hat from my face and was like, you're the person who did it. We got, I got the shooter. I wow. got the shooter. And I was like, 
what? Like, no, sir, come on. You yeah. know, you know, it's not me. Like, wow. yeah. you feel what I'm saying? And then my homegirl is like on the balcony because she's now like in the front of the house, mm-hmm. you know, and I'm like towards the front of the house. And she's like, he's not the person who did it. He's not the person who did it. And the cops was like, yeah, yeah whatever, whatever. We fought, we got the shoot ahead. And that it was just like, I understand being racially profiled. It's like, yep. that, that shit hurts. Yeah. It, it breaks Were you something. you for a long time? No, and that's the thing. Like, I was fortunate enough to have a family lawyer, yeah, who you know found found every way in his heart to make sure he's saving because he's like indebted, quote unquote, to my family, right? Yeah. You know, but not everybody has that. Nope. You know what I mean? And then every, I, I mean, part of me really wanted to be with you know my girlfriend, but it was just like I don't, I don't know if that's like I don't, you know what I mean? Like it, it kind of it put a bad taste in your mouth yeah that experience and it's like but i understood enough to know that it's not about that you feel what i'm saying right and so it was that was just something that i had to kind of fight too mm-hmm. you know what i mean so kind of these um uh like any type of it, it's kind of like the same thing on the opposite end right like sometimes they'll see a portrayal of us in the media that makes us look crazy and then when they see us in real life you know they like cross the street or like mm-hmm. are afraid and yes. like blah 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 you know what I mean based off that based off of that one like bad visual experience you know and it, it's the same thing you know it's like you have this incident and now you have a bad taste in your mouth for the whole race you know right. and, and it's unfortunate that you know like our minds quickly take us there but I feel like you know you went about it the right way you know you eventually remember okay like it's not about that like like everybody is not at fault like blah 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 like yada yada um so uh thank you for that anecdote um yeah no doubt but yeah but that but but that is very crazy film Um, coming soon yo trust me i know people who are like yo yeah shit yeah it's not easy for no reason they didn't commit a reason there's a man not most most recently he was um he was given with 12 years for a rape you know what I mean? I'm not sure of what exactly happened and what mm-hmm. had went down, but it was just, you know, just reading some of what they, you know, they didn't have any actual evidence right. of him. They have no semen on her body, no nothing on him, like nothing is traceable, and that she willingly left the bar with him, and it shows on the cameras, and, you know, all these things that make sense, yeah. but then he was just, you know, as you just know that. I just know from my, I had no fingerprints on no gun, no nothing, yeah. and I was on trial. Right. Oh, yeah. oh my god you know what I mean so like crazy oh. um what about you Adeloso how do you remember the world interacting with white people when you were growing up you don't remember I don't like I don't know what you mean by world like cause I was just around people like I wasn't the rest of the world besides you <laughs> okay but back in the day like how was I connected to the world because you're in it okay <laughs> <laughs> Okay, let me think. Um, I don't know. Well, maybe that's just it. Maybe there was just not any mention in your world. Yeah, it was just still like, I mean, I was still... People are people. Yeah, like it was still one of those. And then there was just like a point in my life when I stuck, like I was around, like I wasn't really diverse. Yeah. You know, like it was, yeah. Yeah. Um... Kind of the same thing. Besides, like maybe teachers, but not peers. Okay, like that's that, still yeah. they're still in the world. Yeah. So how and how was it with the teachers? Like, how did you did you notice like uh, 
did people t- treat them differently? Like, were thank God none of my teachers. No, they never. I never okay. felt that from any of them. Okay, okay. Um, kind of the same thing with me. Like, I also, I think I only had one white teacher growing up. Um, it was in the what? second grade. Wow. Just one. Yeah, it was in second grade. Her name was Miss Giordano, and she was trying to teach us French. Um, as well as all the other second grade subjects, but yeah, she was really dope. Second grade, you yeah, were learning a, French. Yeah, you fancy. What, what school you went to in the, the best school in Brownsville? Wow, that, that's, that's what they told us every morning. The best school in Brownsville. Um, yes. but yeah, but I I also don't remember any type of kind of like real discrimination within like my world yeah. toward like white black I never heard people say anything but what's really fucked up it wasn't the the first time I did experience like I guess what we would call right now as like uh, viral rage or whatever mm-hmm. um, was after 9-11 happened um, the teacher so I was in the fifth grade and the teacher that was um, teaching that grade at the time just so happened to be like from some Middle Eastern country, and after 9-11 happened, like, all the kids were, like, ODing on her, and I felt so fucking bad, because she also, because she also had a friend that died on 9-11, and she would, but she still came to school to teach us every day, but the kids would all, Every time it got to my period, they would make her cry. Like, they would just be so fucking Damn. awful. And, like, it was so, like, just awful and to watch. I mean, I didn't participate, but I was also young as fuck. So I didn't have the count. I didn't have the language to be like, stop it. Like, leave her. You know what I mean? Like, I didn't really have, like, that you language. Stand up. I didn't stand up, but I didn't participate. Okay. Which I guess, you That's know, nowadays, though. review That's is just though. as bad. How old are you? Second? Second grade? No, this is the fifth grade. Fifth so grade ten. Ten. Yeah, 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 yeah. So I wasn't, you know what I mean? I, I just little knew. Ten-year-old Little ten-year-old Like, in my head, I was just like, guys, like, this is, like, fucked up. You know what I mean? But, like, out loud, I didn't know how to be like, everyone, stop. Right. Enough is enough. Yeah, like, yeah. that kind of thing. Um, But that was my first notice of, like, kind of like viral rage but it wasn't right. even she wasn't even white you know what I mean so or yeah. like a discrimination like against yeah that anyone, any type yeah. of like prejudice yeah absolutely okay so we so you know for the most part oh wait if we're talking about that I mean I have been racially profiled oh sure tell us your story really quick I mean I feel like I say the story <laughs> excuse me <laughs> As Derek looks at his hand, he has no watch on. Oh, wait. Time is running. Yeah, I know. Um, (laughs) um, Really quick, it was... um, They thought I was part of Latin Kings Kings. gang. Um, I was coming from a dance competition, and my colors of my costume, of my tracksuit, was like black, yellow, and white. And um, we're literally on 110 Street. Me and my cousin double up because we were trying to save money. I'm like 17. He's 15. I'm going to like another gig. Like I was doing like sweet 16s at that time. Wow. Like dancing in them and choreographing in them. Yes. So I was going to another one after my dance competition, like in Six Flags. And then next thing you know, like we're literally about to get on the train and two undercover white cops were like, oh, 
extend to the stand over here. Oh, you thought we didn't see that? Whatever. I guess they saw us dub- doubling up. So my heart drops to my ass. Like, <laughs> oh, because I've never been in trouble like with the law. Right. Like my mom kept me very like confined. Very, yes. Like very, she was very strict. So How you obviously needed to be. Ex- <laughs> <laughs> Excuse me. And then um, yeah, so I was like scared shitless, and then they were just like, oh, you guys are part of Latin Kings. You're Latin Queen. Like it's crazy. You're I'm Latin like, Queen. I'm like, Yo. what? No. <laughs> and my little, my cousin was with me. He had like a brush, mm-hmm. like, and he was like, "Oh, is this a weapon?" Like all this stuff. Like it was so sick. Like three, I swear to you, three little black kids were walking by, and they, th- he was like, "Oh, I give them a couple years." It was like a good cop, bad cop one, because it was one that he was just like Chill. writing us a ticket, you know. Right. And the other one was just Odin, like, "Oh, you're part of the." saying you're part of the gang and then like making the comments about the black kids walking yeah. by like it was just, and, and, the, and that was my first shock like within the world like outside like there you yeah go. there you yeah. go and I got it yeah you got and did that leave some type of like did that skew your vision going forward of like all white people in it, general no, or? My, of cops okay yeah not yeah. like white people not the race right but definitely well white cops Okay. Okay. It wasn't like because I was still interacting with like white people after, and I never thought of that. But every time I would see a white cop, like I would be like, "Fuck you." Okay. (laughs) Sorry. (laughs) (laughs) Sorry. All right. So we're gonna jump over to our next segment. This is analyze, and um, I just want to flat out ask you guys. So, what are your? If you can sum it up in a nutshell, um, what are your qualms with white people today? Like what? is it about them that bothers you um and i ask that because you know i'll i feel like on multiple platforms just all across um the board i feel like there'll be a problem and then it'll be like fucking white people or you know like because of the white people or you know what i mean um so i want to ask us individually as people um if we have any qualms with white people and what they are I think my qualm, I mentioned it a little bit before, was just how sometimes I feel like they could, like from my experience, uh, change the like the way they talk to me, like versus if they were so, talking to someone else that was white. So, uh, so like code switching a little bit. Yeah, for sure. Which I feel like I could do too. <laughs> right. I'm not gonna lie, like right. I could do it too because I feel like I have to do it because you know it's kind of like that brainwash too. Like we growing up where it's like you they correlate talking proper with of course as, as being like white right, and all right. that stuff and of course that was instilling me like why you talk white like yeah. you know, yo like me too yeah so yeah and i started thinking that too and i thought it was a cool thing i was like oh yeah i, I talk, talk white, white. Yeah. Like, you know but of course as i got older i was just like no i just i'm just eloquent right and i'm i read a book school. asshole yeah. <laughs> i did all my book reports um, fuck off but i think it's just that only because even recently like a quick little story i was walking my dog like I, you know i visit my mom still in the heights mm-hmm. um and i was walking my dog frowny and frowny is vicious like i have <laughs> mila she's a cute one sweet and then this frowny he's like he's Frowns very overprotective like alpha dog like mm. but he's little and like is he fat. A chihuahua no 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 he's like a, a mix with some like shit like a york but damn, you no, don't even know like, the mix damn. Damn. It's a box terrier. no it's a box terrier and he's just really else. ugly <laughs> excuse me he's not he's actually very beautiful yeah anyway he's vicious and he's very overprotective so okay. 
we were there was a white girl and her dog walking up the block on the same block and we're walking down the opposite and my dog frowning starts ODing on her you know Mm. whatever because she's like a little bit close and the dog like like he sounds like a rockweiler but he's not even that big and she's like yo yo like i swear exactly like that she says (laughs) oh my gosh <laughs> yo, yo. She was like, yo, yo, like that. And I was like, wait, what? <laughs> and I didn't know, like, I kind of felt like offended, but then I just felt like I was dying laughing because I was like, what? Nah. Like, and I was like, she would have not responded like that if it was like a white girl and her dog. Like, I just, that's just what I felt at that time. And I don't know if that's just something, is ignorance of maybe a little bit, but that's just how I felt from, like, other past experiences, too, where I felt like when I'll be at work, you know, especially in the, like, when I was working in the fashion industry, girls would be like, hey, girl, you know, to me. And I'm like, hey. But then their white co-workers, they wouldn't say, hey, girl, to her. They'd just be like, hey, Ashley, you know, or, like, yes. they call by their name. But then, you know, for me, it would be like, hey, girl, like, how you doing? Like that. And I'm just like, why <laughs> do you feel you have to do all that? Lord. Yeah. Um, what about you, Spider? Uh, I mean, shit. What is your qualm with white people? My qualm? Um, I just don't like when, I mean, I don't, I've experienced this type of person a lot within the white community. Mm-hmm. And it's this person that's like, yeah, and smiles in your face. And then like does the opposite, mm. the complete opposite. Like some passive aggressive shit? Yeah, like just the passive aggressive sometimes. It's like a, it's like an art, I feel like, in some case for them. It's like they really use that to the mm. best of their ability. Mm. And like, you know, some people who aren't as well versed that believe- way. You like yes. you don't know talk how to talk about it or be arrogant, you know, or be very ignorant. Like, so it's just like, I, like when that happened, when that would happen to me, I would just be like, you know what, I'm gonna go to the extra extent, mm-hmm. just because you, I'm not gonna allow this to happen. Right. So like, even in my last job, like, thank God I don't work there anymore. But go off. But it was amazing there. But it also taught me a lot of things. But I went straight to HR. That's right. I'm not playing, I'm, I'm not, no. You're not about to deny me of something that I understand that is right. Right. And then, and then say, oh, no, it's not this because of these details. Like, no, no, that's not cool. You know what I mean? So I would say that, yeah, sometimes the passive aggression and, and like just the, you know, two-faced in the, in the work community, mm. you know, like, I, I don't know. Yeah. Some people's company morals are really off. Yes. No, I feel yes, you. I believe that. I completely feel you. Um, me, personally, I feel like I have um, about three. Um, one of the ones that are at the top of my head is, um, I guess, just really, like, that white privilege shit is so real like i mean like i know that we like know like it's real but like it's like really real 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 like down to like even the little instances of like when i'm driving around looking for parking right like i know that my car has to be like 15 feet from a hydrant you know Mm And this is like super petty. I'm nitpicking. But like I know that my car has to be like 15 feet from the hydrant, right? And I know that if I even try parking a centimeter or an inch closer that 
like my ass is grass like I will wake up with the ticket you know and because of the hours that I work I get home and like really like quote unquote the gay early hours um when everybody is already kind of like tucked away in bed and all the spots have been filled so like I really spend a lot of time looking for parking yeah but then I'll go into like a neighborhood that I know is like all white and these niggas will be right up on the fire hydrant and mm-hmm. because they're there and I drive by these neighborhoods all the time and they're always there. I know that they don't be waking up to tickets. Like they that I just like get away with that shit because they're just like, I know like nothing will happen to me or my car. When I woken up with my shit towed after working a shift, and I'm like, well, there goes my fucking check. Getting that shit out, you know. Yeah. Told tickets, one time told with a ticket. Like shit. I really be getting violated on. Like, and I feel like so you know, just you like, don't read the signs? I do read the signs. Hello, thank you very much. But um, you know, they'll be in like sometimes like those those fire hydrant situations, right? But like something just like very small and minute with that. I feel like we and you and and I feel like a lot of them have, but we definitely have to acknowledge this um, white privilege to be like a real thing. And I and my qualm is when it is used for evil you know i feel like with great power comes great responsibility and i love those allies those white people that like are um they use their privilege responsibly you know what i mean because you could get drunk with power on it and um my qualm is with those that get drunk on that power because then that just makes me want to slap you um yeah my second thing is and this is totally contradictory, but, you know, I'm a Gemini. My mm. second thing is, I need white people to stop walking around so pussy sometime. Like, I feel like a lot of the times, like, in public, they be walking around, like, just guilty. And you know, like, when somebody, you know, like, when somebody's, like, guilty about something and, like, you, it's like, you know they did it. They know they did it. And but they want to like showcase that they feel sorry about it instead of really doing something about it. Mm-hmm. And it just makes you want to slap them. Maybe that's just me. But like yeah, you know what I'm talking about? Yeah, I feel you. It's like <laughs> stop like I need them to just stop walking around feeling so guilty. How do they walk? Like how they look? Like you know, like they sometimes avert your gaze. Like they don't want to look at you, or like they'll do like that fake ass the smile, fake smile, the yo, fake the ass fake, like, smile. You know, it, yeah, it's like I don't really want to do this, but I know that my ancestors yeah. enslaved your ancestors, so I'm gonna give you a little a smirk. Yeah, I, I be smiling and shit. Like I'm right, because we, like, be, I feel like we be happy. You yeah, know, and like, I'm just like, and then I do feel those like, yeah, it's very fun. It's like, very like, all right, I'm a, I'm gonna pass you this grin. Yeah. Because I know what y'all going through. It's like, I don't need that pity. I don't, like, just be real. You know what I'm saying? Um, but, yeah, especially, like, in, like in workplaces as well. You know, like, there are often times when I will be the person in an environment full of, you know, like, white people that would be like, good morning, good afternoon. And then everybody would be like, oh, yeah, you know, like, good morning, like, da-da-da. Right. And it's like, we can fucking talk to each other. Like, like you don't have to stand here and be, like, awkward with me in the elevator, like, like just you know like just wipe away that guilt you know like just start fresh start anew um my other thing is um oh i forgot what number three was but there was a number three wow yeah um but but those you know those are main two like respond to your privilege responsibly 
Um, and you know, like, don't walk around like showcasing guilt. Like, do something about it. Like, be proactive about you know, yeah, like, educate. being an ally. Yeah, educate yourself. Do all those things. Um, so that really is um one of um my qualms. Um, I don't know. So you were talking about about the slang. Can you dive into that just like a little uh, bit more? That's no. That's what I was saying. I feel like I touched base on it a little bit where. It was just saying like um, they were switching off conversations with me. Like they'll just one moment be talking like quote unquote with like no slang to someone else of their race. And then it will be me. And then it will be like all the slangs that I use like with my friends and like whatever. And I'm just like, how do you know about that? Like, (laughs) I know. I mean, you know, I had like, you know, I always had a cool friend you know what I mean around Mm -hmm. like I have friends like I like you know I like having like different people around and understanding like you know other people's perspectives so I had a few white friends like growing up and I feel like it's like it's sometimes it's like a job because it's like you're educating them um, Mm -hmm. what not this is this is not it bro like now this is not that's not how we talk or like oh that's not that's not how we do things like this is exactly how it is and it's like an old moment Right. And it's and it's cool because that's why I got some of my old moments too. It's like, oh, not all white people are rich, right? Like, you know what I mean? Or this persona of what a uh, white person is, that's yeah, so high and like mighty, and it's like no, exactly. So it's like, yeah, it, you have to learn from each. Like, it's like a job we're learning from each other. And and when it comes to like when I'm talking about the slang, I'm not saying like this is our slang. Like we, you know, I mean we did. We do culturally move, you know. We are yeah. we we do movements. I mean, it is a lot our of slang. certain things. <laughs> so it is like our slang. But um, I'm not saying that they can't use it or nothing like that. Or they can't because you know there are. I know there are some. Sometimes you just absorb what's around you, and there are people, especially white people, who grew up around not white people. So mm-hmm. I can see where it can come. But of course I feel like you know when it's being you like you feel it when it's being Yeah, used, when it's authentic. Um, authentic or it's just like you're kind of forcing it. You're kind of reaching and dragging it. You know, to try to make it seem like you think that that's like how I would talk or like, you know, like and it's just like it's not that there's a problem with it, but it's just like the fact that you're going for it without even like there's some yeah. precautions there. Mhm. Yeah, I totally understand. But yeah, we should. Yeah, it just goes back down to communication. Like we gotta communicate to these people. Like we gotta find a way for them to understand. Exactly. Because some things aren't aren't cool, and yeah. we also gotta learn too. But we know where the work starts. Exactly. Okay, so we're gonna take it back super quick. Our last guest has got here, Miss. Hi. Hi. <laughs> Franco. So Miss Isley Franco. Listen, it wasn't yeah. my fault. <laughs> So and the mic's falling on her. Ew. So we want to know, um, what are your qualms with white people today? Oh, gosh. That's like the question of the hour, and I haven't even been here long. Oh. Um, <laughs> well, for starters, I work at a WeWork. Mm-hmm. I'm not going to disclose where. But my issue is that I don't like opening the doors, and they don't say thank you or you're welcome. But then they expect you to, like, 
to hold it for them mm-hmm. or like I just don't like the whole being courteous thing like not being courteous with me like mm. if I'm holding the door please say thank you like have some manners yeah. if I say good morning I expect a general good morning too mm-hmm. um we I, the reason I am late is because I never car bought, so I'm thinking it was gonna take a cute three hours. I was there from like ten in the morning, like oh yeah. I feel like a terrible mom too because my kid was starved out. I was Jesus. like oh my god. Tito. Um, but um, we went and bought our car by Bay Ridge, yes. in Brooklyn, Bay Ridge. and we wow. were the only black family that entered the building, mm. and it was all eyes on us. It was just so like I don't know snarky little looks and. I, yeah, I didn't like it, but you know what? We drove that shit off the lot. That's hey. right. Hey, hey. hey. Let's go the fuck um, off, hello. But yeah, I just don't like the condescending, and also the very passive aggressiveness. We brought that up too. Yep. Yeah, I yep. don't like the passive aggressiveness. I've even gotten when I used to work at a retail, like, oh, you're so well spoken to be from the Bronx, because this lady was. We were. I thought we was vibing. She's like, oh, where are you from? I was like, oh, I'm Latina from the Bronx. Mm-hmm. And she's like, oh, my God. But you, like, you don't, I can't tell. She kind of tried to dance around. She's right. like, I can't tell you from the Bronx. I was like, how oh. come? Like, my mood changed really fast. And right. she was like, oh, because, I, well, I don't know, no offense. And that's always an offense coming behind yeah, that, hello. to be honest. Yep. But she was like, oh, because you don't seem like you're from the Bronx. I was like, oh, because I don't talk like I'm from the Bronx. I was like, I'm on the clock, miss. Like, I have to keep up a certain facade. Talk about it. I'm, I'm being a salesperson right now, but, like, don't do that shit. And also an issue that I brought up, we had a whole conversation in the DMs about this, Anthony. Uh-huh. Um, using people as props when you go to different countries. Like, oh, yeah. I don't like it if you yeah. go to my country in DR and you're using the the people that sell the fruits on the side, like, as a prop. Like, oh, mm. let me take a pic. It's one thing if you're trying yeah. to admire them. Like, yo, let me take a picture of your business, of you, of what you do. You're not like, let me take a picture because it looks dope. Right. I don't like that. Yeah. I don't like that shit. Yeah. Like, that's so, it's so fake An- to me. Yo, another thing that, like, kind of bugged me, too, is, like, I went to go, this, I just did it, went, went on a trip to India with um, Aja, um, that's my girl's bag line. Oh, Definitely looking to it. But, but um, yeah, like when we went to, like I was like doing research on the place that we was going to go visit. Um, uh, nicely, I was really nasty. I said, oh, I, was like, <laughs> I, try to, I try to just got the microphone. Ah. <laughs> um, but I definitely seen like a whole bunch of videos that seemed like feed the poor, you know, like it was just really weird. And I'm like, well, I'm not getting that vibe. Like, I'm not trying to when I go there and I want and shoot. I don't want to shoot these people in these settings to to make it seem like we're a donation or charity or something like that. You know, yeah. like I believe that is much more than that. And like some people, the place that they are is home, and they love where they are from, and and they you know are very proud of it. You know what I mean? Right. And you know to be able to to show imagery that way and not like you know these people are they're, they're living in really harsh conditions. I like like, that. like these people are like. I can't wait to tell, I can't even tell you guys too much about this, but like, these people are professional, at, we're, they're professional at something that we just cannot imagine. You know what I mean? Yeah. Amazon in the wild. Wow. So like, I mean, that's all I have to say, but like, you know, yeah, they just show people in different So lights. like the exposure, kind of, the exploitation rather. Like, there we go, the exploitation. exploitation. to the T and then try to make it seem like 
missionary or charity work. Yeah. Like that um that white guy, I don't know, <clears throat> he was from someplace with an O, Oregon or Ohio or something, but he was in Africa doing quote-unquote missionary work and they found out he was raping the little five-year-olds and 14-year-olds and they gave him like 30 years like look that up when you have a chance but it was the saddest thing and then what kills me is that i'm not saying that he deserved it that's that's wrong the christian missionary that went to that tribe uh, island and he got killed Mm -hmm. and it's like they try to bring those people to trial first of all they don't even like identify with our side of the world right and then you're basically trespassing like they made it very clear to him even the fishermen that brought him there don't pass through so it's like look at what you do though you know you're trying to bring the word of god or missionary work to these people but then turn around and there's another quote-unquote missionary exploiting these babies yeah and making it seem like oh you're doing god's work this is why they don't trust you though yep you put up one face and you're hiding another behind it so Uh i have a real issue with i guess being genuine as well like yeah and i like quick true story company i used to work for they i was the only black girl mm-hmm. real black girl because the other one was from poland but she was like i loved her she was very afrocentric but um we were going over uh these stylists that we were about to work with and um my head boss was german the girl that was training me was from cali and the one that was about to be my head boss once cali and german left to london to open up our london headquarters she was asian so they we were going over the stylist and um they said one stylist name who's black and she like styles the likes of Michelle Obama, Beyonce, whatever. So they were like, oh, uh, the Cali girl was like, oh, I can't stand her. And I'm like, oh, how come or whatever? And my German boss was like, oh yeah, they don't really get along. So they looked and they was like, oh, but you guys will get along. And I'm like, oh, why Why do you think that? Oh, cause you both are black. I was like, um, excuse me? Wow, yeah, there it is. I was like, do y'all instantly get along with each other? Right. Because you all are white? Like, right. what is that about? Well, they do. On a- so, and, and I let that shit slide. Cause I'm like, you know what? We're at a professional setting. I could yeah. get a real buck right now. I was like, okay, whatever. But the last straw for me was, my Korean boss was like, you know, telling us about this new guy that she was dating. Oh, James this, James that. And um, I walk in from lunch and Cali girl is like, you should show James to ICE. Like they were looking at him and I was like, oh, yeah, I keep talking about James. He's probably so hot, blah, blah, blah. She's like, oh, he's probably not. She's probably not going to like him because he's not black. I was like, but how do you know that I'm even into black guys? Like, right. Because y'all know I have a baby that was another thing they knew i had a baby they was like oh are you with the dad like are y'all wow. i was like excuse me i was wow. like we are and we just bought a house actually last year she was like wow you're more set up than me i was like what? yeah and i'm very proud actually because my mom still doesn't pay for my stuff because she made it a business to tell us that she was still under her mom's gym membership and oh phone ma- and you're like 29 <laughs> so i was oh. like no i'm really set up thank you like how dare you the fuck? Oh, okay we are gonna jump on our train system and jump to the last train this is the d train debrief yeah. does the subject matter need to be rectified if so what are some possible solutions that we can draw in an effort to move forward so if one what's one thing that we can all say super quickly that you think um would change our qualms with uh, white people or kind of like correct it? I think um, as much as I I probably wouldn't want to do it but it's just 
being confrontational and just calling it out when it happens. I agree. Because that's the only way it's going to, like, stop, you know. Um, yeah, I, I completely agree with that. Um, and thank you so much, Noel. Yeah. <laughs> thank you. Thank you. Um, thank you, you too. We'll be in touch. Uh, yeah, so definitely, yep, what Adel also said. And from my end, um, just like clarity. Um, if that makes sense, I'm just a huge believer in clarity uh, within like relationships. And um, also, I think that with us communicating together, you're so annoying. With us communicating together, um, I just think that there needs to be clarity 24 7. Like, um, so, like, at a loss, in par with being not like confrontational, but like, if you misunderstand something from me, ask me what did I mean by that and vice versa. You know, like, let's just nip that all in the bud um, right away. Uh, what about you, Spider? Yeah, I mean, just put the cards on the table. Like, let's, 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 let's make it work. Yeah. You know what I mean? Let's make it happen. Like, I'm not here to play no games. Like, I want to work. I want to be let's successful. Make it educational, right? You know what like, I mean? Like, let me teach you yeah. and, and be an open mind and I'll be open to you too. You know? Exactly. Yes. And, and because mainly, it's so sad. I did read a quote uh, somewhere on Instagram that I don't know if it was Amanda Seals because you know she's like very blunt. Always going off. Yeah. I love it though. But I don't know where I read it at and it said like, why do we have to teach them? Yeah. how to like that's so yeah. uncomfortable too it puts us in a space where why do we always seem to rectify situations why can't they do their homework and their due diligence true which i agree but then i also think about the other side of the coin that they've never been ex like genuinely exposed to mm -hmm. the things that we have like i yeah. work with somebody she's white and she's the dopest person i'm not saying they're all like horrible but she's so dope and we'll tell stories because our other coworkers, like for the most part, I work with 90% Afro-Latinos. So, yes. do so dope. So nice. when we tell stories, and this is a grown lady, like well into her 40s, and she's still in shock at like the things that we go through. She's like, seriously, like, she's like, I can't imagine even going through that. Like, I'm so disgusted and so disappointed. I'm like, believe that. It still happens. Like, right. That's why it pisses me off when people are like, oh, but get over it. Or like racism is. Yeah, and it's like, no, no you, you don't get to say that shit when it doesn't happen to you or it right. has never even remotely happened to you. So, yeah. yes, I feel like educating, but also like y'all need to do y'all due diligence. I'm sorry. Yeah. Fact. Oh, shit. Um, yes. Agree, uh, completely agreed. Um well guys that brings us to the end of our episode oh my gosh thank you so thank you so yeah. much for waiting he's like it's so long <laughs> yes thank this you guys so much uh, you can follow me at adeloso09 on instagram at adeloso on the snap and the twitter you can follow me at djsj614 on instagram and twitter and hollywood614 on snapchat thank you, you. sorry Girl, that's too many handles excuse me excuse me <laughs> You can follow me at Icely Fox. That's I-C-E-L-E-E-F-O-X-X. -X. Not like the porn star. Please don't approach <laughs> me with that shit. Whoa, there's an Icely Fox there's porn star? There's an Icely Fox. And that's the first thing I get. And it's like, no, that's not. And now Spider's going to look it up tonight. Now you guys can find me at, at Anthony Prince underscore um, Anthony Prince Leslie. 
on Vimeo, Equator Productions. What you want? Sip and sketch. There, yes, yo, we gotta go to the next uh, sip and sketch. Um, yes. Oh, yeah. and check out my women's wear that's coming out. It's Maxine oh, Franco. Yes. Our handle is Maxine M A X I N E underscore Franco, like James Franco. Yeah. Love it. Like Icy Franco. And this will all be in our um, episode description, of course. Uh, You can find us at The New York Dose on all um, platforms. Uh, Special promotion is GNHB, Shop, um, and Nikem by Nikem, NXN. Um, The credits are that this episode was produced by the board of The New York Dose, hosted by the Carbon Dioxide Network. Our audio engineer is Adeloso, and our audio editor is Bruckner. Photos, YouTube footage, and social media coverage for this week were captured by Noel and shout out to the rest of the team over at Visuals Monet and Gina and in our crew department Eden, Gilu, Cece, Frank, David Kwame and Lenny and don't forget to ever stay dope stay dope and stay New York it's, it's the New, New York, York dope baby, baby. Aye, aye. before you leave here's a message from our carbon dioxide network brothers over at taste your tongue let that shit out What's up, everyone? I go by Mars, and I run the Taste Your Tongue podcast. Taste Your Tongue is an expression originating in the West Indies, which means think before you speak. Sounds simple, right? And yet there's so many people nowadays who forget to do so. On Taste Your Tongue, we make it a point to combat this reckless habit. So tune in every Monday on iTunes, Google Play, and SoundCloud as we think about everyday problems and then speak about possible solutions for them. Everyone speaks... But not everyone tastes their tongue. And that's where we come in. Stand clear of the closing doors, please. Fuck out of here. Fuck out of here. I know they said something about some beef that we had. This shit is uh, dumb good. You mad tight, yo. Hey, yo, that ass be? Better life. Yo, that shit is whack. This shit about to be lit. Nah, you fine, my nigga. Look at me again and you gonna catch these hands. You big man or little man? You would have thought you was getting that money back. That's mad OD. I'm not pussy. Fuck out of here. Out of here, my nigga. Like, what? The fuck? Miss, miss, like, hey yo. Bye, but like, DK.